0: You will be amazed of how much emotions would be one of the hardest things that we're going to have to deal with in these last days. And as, as I was thinking, as I was having conversations with people back in Ecuador, people that, that saw me in my early stages of Christianity, for them to just be amazed. Of what God can do they had no doubt but there were years that they were doubting me because it was very hard because I did walk away from church I did become so frustrated with I don't know what I'm doing wrong that I don't know if you've ever felt as a hypocrite That you think in those moments that the best thing to do is to walk away. 2 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to read from the message translation first. And it says, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, self-promoting, Stuck up, profane, contemptuous of parents, crude, coarse, uh, dog-eat-dog, I don't know that, unbending, slanders, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated, windbags, (laughs) addicted to lust, and allergic to God. They'll make a show of religion, but behind the scenes, they're animals. Stay clear of these people. The Amplified Version says, But understand this, that in the last days will come in perilous times of great stress and trouble, for people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate, greedy desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. They will be without natural human affection, callous and inhuman, relentless, admitting of no truce or appeasement, They will be slanderers, false accusers, troublemakers, intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled and fierce, haters of good. They will be treacherous, betrayers, rash, and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements more than and rather than lovers of God. And it says, for although they hold the form of piety, true religion, they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it. Their conduct belies the genuineness of their profession. Avoid all such people. Turn away from them. And as I was reading all of this, it is a clear depiction of our society. How everyone complains that they don't have enough. We all complain that no one, no one likes me. We're based of how many followers do I have, how many likes do I get, that all of my interactions is through screen. And all the focus is on me. So it's very real that people are having an emotional lack. They're empty. They want more, but they don't know how to find it. They think that by doing X, Y, or Z, it's going to fill them, and it doesn't. In the end, there's only uh, emptiness that can be filled with God. But one of the biggest problems that we have is that we don't even know what God is like. And we go through different levels or we go through different stages. Especially for those of you that have been coming to church Friday after Friday. So I want to talk about emotions. Especially because we, so, we have confused one of the biggest, what we have determined and defined as an emotion. We have confused this term of love. And we all expect to be loved by God. Because God is good and he loves us. But sometimes I don't feel it. Sometimes I just just don't know what what kind of love does God have when he allows all these wars and all this famine to happen. Why would I want to love a God that allows those things? Right? I'm not alone. (laughs) But the word of God is so true when it says, This was prophesied more than a thousand years ago. I don't want to say two thousand. But it was thousands of years that this was prophesied. And people have been preparing themselves. But now more than ever, when you read and when you go through that list. That it's in 2 Timothy in chapter 3. You can identify and you can say, yes we are living just that. But what are we supposed to do? So. One of the things that God has called us is to go to a deeper level, to go deeper, to get closer. So, I want to talk to you about four levels of knowledge. You guys taking down notes? All right, so four levels of knowledge. Because, how do you get to know stuff? How do you learn? You get taught, repetition, what else? You read, you search, you look for it, right? And what are you looking for is the knowledge, right? You have resources and you look for the knowledge. So, we're going to talk about different levels of knowledge. And knowing God takes us now through different levels of revelation. Okay, so if you're taking down notes, put in one side knowledge, and on the other one, put revelation. At every stage of knowledge, I'm going to need a level of revelation. There are two things that are very different, and sometimes we just stay in a state, in a level of knowledge, that we never get to that level of revelation that will help us move one step closer, one step deeper. All right? So let's go through the first one. The first level of knowledge, we're going to call it theory. I learned this when I was in Ecuador, and I thought it was amazing. And it blew my mind. And I said, can I use this? And they said, go ahead. So this first level of knowledge, it's just theory. It's good. It's a good level. But it's just information. We know God through the information, through reading, Through having biblical studies, to going through discipleship, reading a daily message, liking Instagram pics from Bible verses, watching DVDs, watching short clips, listening to preachings, church. And through these things, what we do is we learn the rules and the principles, we know how to act. We recognize that we wage a spiritual war. We learn how to praise, etc. We even learn how spirits operate and function. Because we realize through this information that there is a physical realm and a spiritual realm. Okay? But this level of knowledge leaves us just at the border. Between what's death and what is the cross. How many of you were here, and I don't know if you remember, when Kenneth preached his message about the cross? That there is a level of cross, that sometimes people are just before the cross, and we're supposed to live. No? Yeah? A little bit? So this level of knowledge and information, then it's just going to point out that I need to surrender, that I need to repent, that it's going to point me and lead me to the cross. But the reality is I'm still afraid of dying because Jesus says that you must die to yourself, you must deny to your selfish desires, pick up your cross and follow him. So at this level of information, we start questioning, what am I supposed to leave? I don't know if I can leave that. The Bible even says, Jesus even told people, if you don't hate your father and your mother and your son and your, and your sister and your sibling, you're not worthy to be my disciple. So we question everything at this level of information. Because everything is just a theory. We are really close. We're about to enter. But... What we have to understand is that the level of light that the revelation will give us is very short. Because we're just at the border. We, don't want to, we, we can peek through it. We want to see it. I'm not sure if, I, if that's what I want to do. And if you can realize it's very selfish, because it's, what's my benefit? What do I get out of this? So staying at this level, that level of light that gets allowed to enter into your own life, it's limited and it's basic. Because it's only information. But it is not enough to live at this level of revelation because what we're seeking is that fruit of eternal life. The whole point of Jesus coming into the earth was not just to save us but to give us life and eternal life and then in the book of John he expresses and he says that eternal life is to know God how many of you from the information that you've gathered, picture what eternal life was because we look at eternal and we look at life but life based on the definition that we have it has a beginning and an end so if it's going to be eternal life can you see the confusion that it creates because everything that they teach you in school life begins where they teach you that life has a cycle right you're born you grow you die Right, and then it repeats the cycle. But that's the idea, that there is a cycle. So when we think and when we listen to this information that, oh, Jesus wants to give me eternal life. I don't know if you've thought about it. I tend to think way too much. I overthink. So the first thing when they taught me about eternal life, they, they explained to me the concept. But... When I started looking at it, I was like, wait, eternal and life. But if life has a cycle, how is that eternal going to happen? It's going to repeat over and over and over again? Am I not going to die? Is that what it means? Until when you read in the book of John, chapter 17, that I'm going to read it to you. Jesus says that they would know eternal life. And eternal life is to know you. So it changes completely that concept that sometimes we begin, that we think that, am I going to live forever? Boring. What am I going to do? I've heard people saying, what am I supposed to do when I go to heaven and live forever? So everything that I'm doing now, going to school, trying to get a career, trying to get a job, how is that going to matter? Okay, don't get ideas. Okay, because this is just a level of information. So you can see how the revelation doesn't allow you to get the concepts. It's just a level of information. Everything is just a theory. And because in this level, we allowed our reason and our logic to play, to take control, we stop and we limit the light that needs to shine so that we can have that level of revelation. That if I continue to stay just on that side of the cross, then I would only see Jesus nailed to that cross, forgetting that he is no longer there. All right? So, all of these four levels of knowledge and revelation were taught in a healing workshop, talking about healing. It is not enough to live with this level of revelation. Not knowledge, revelation. And what they were explaining is that if we are seeking, you know, like for that healing that God offers, if I stay just with the level of information and that limited level of revelation, I will never attain that healing. I will never let that light shine and be able to restore all the darkness that is inside. That I need to go closer, to go Through those gates to go past that cross, so that that light that raised Jesus from the death would be brighter, and I would allow you know like that the darkness that is inside of me, flee. So let's go to the next level. Knowledge needs illumination. And the revelation, in order to have healing. At this level. People just experience peace. They never experience healing. That's why one of the things that we first feel in a church environment where the spirit moves is that peace. But that's just the beginning. How many of you felt peace being here? All right? That's just the beginning. That's just you at the gate. And what God is going to do tonight is going to get you closer so that a level of revelation would take you to attain that healing. Amen? So, unless we enter through those gates, we will never understand the deep and profound mysteries of God. That they are hidden in his heart. So, it's no coincidence because I didn't tell the band, sing those songs. There's no coincidence that they pick to sing that song, Take Me a Little Closer. I want to know your heart. Because the Spirit knew how to set an environment so that we would be prepared. That our spirits would be able to be connected with His, his Spirit. So, people at this level, if you decide, because this is all about your choice, if you decide to stay at this level, people still love themselves too much. And what they seek is just the blessings and the add-ons. But this is just a gate. Unless you enter through those gates that you will never understand and the mysteries. Another part of recognizing that you are still at a level of just information, it's because of everything that you listen and everything that you watch. Some people don't even know about the Bible. Some people just get their information from what's being preached from the pulpit. They never get to open and discover what the Bible has to say. They just take it for granted or they just take it as this is what the preacher said, so it must be true. Because that guy has to spend his time searching, praying, everything, so it must be true. If he is talking about it, he must believe it. So it must be true. But that's just because of where we are growing. The type of society that we are creating lazy people. And I'm like, what? I'm, gonna, I'm supposed to read the Bible? I'm supposed to go and try to find all of that revelation that you got? Exactly. Because this is not just limited to the person that is in front of you. This is not just reserved for those that are teachers. This is for everyone. But... It's our choice to remain at this level. Ready for the second level? Taking notes? Second level of knowledge, say it with me, through content. Okay? So in this level it says, a person begins to love God and gets to know him at a personal level. So this is a person that goes through that first entrance, through those gates, accepts the Sacrifice on that cross and it starts walking and it starts experiencing and they have those encounters. It's no longer just information because now you experience it. Now you have proof. Now you have evidence. Now you have gone to the altar and someone has prayed over you and you felt either shakes, heat, wind, laughter, giggles. You probably fell. You don't even understand what happened, all of those things. But it's because you took a step. It makes you feel good. And it's not just the information. Something inside made you take that step. The person begins to understand that God has a plan. That he he wants to involve you in his projects. And that he has a purpose for you. Church now, in this level, it's different. And it's filled with this type of experiences in the spirit, visions. People start speaking in tongues. They start experiencing healing. They pray over someone and the person gets healed. And they don't even know why. Because then they get frustrated saying, That person got healed because I prayed over them and I don't get healed. With what I'm struggling. People think that this is it. When people start having this type of experiences, they think, this is it. This gotta be what God has planned. This, is, this gotta be where I'm supposed to be. But for an odd reason, when people least expect it, they find themselves at the same level as before, just with the information. Now the reason and logic starts once again taking over And they start feeling unmotivated. They start experiencing sadness again. Worriness. Stress. They feel tired. They feel lazy. They don't want to go anymore. Ah, it's the same thing. Ah, probably God is not going to touch me again. How many times is he going to touch me? How many times is he going to pray over me? How many times and nothing changes? And you go back. To a previous level of just information at this second level where it's through contact when you start experiencing when you start feeling things emotions are at the center of your knowledge the soul your emotions your will your actions your mind are controlling your life and everything gets determined by what i feel if i feel it then God is at work. If I don't feel it, then God is not doing anything. This is just the second level. Because we experience and we get to know things just through contact. So this level of knowledge allows you to develop a level of faith. And that's the most important thing that we have to recognize. That not everything will be a struggle. And all of this is just part, because of what the Bible says, that in all afflictions, in all troubles, in all problems, praise God. Thank Him. So it's, what it does is it allows you to develop a level of faith that you didn't have before because faith was just something unattainable. It was, that doesn't make sense. But at this level, because of the information that you've gathered, because of the experiences that you've had, then it's going to require you to then start taking those steps of faith, those steps of obedience to say, I'm going to do it, although I'm not sure that I believe in this. But once you start doing it, then you start having more experiences. And this is what that revelation will start giving you, a revelation of faith. Light at this level has increased greatly. But it's not sufficient enough to produce enough love for God. One of the biggest problems that we have is that we know that God loves us, we experience God's love, we've experienced His embrace, but it's still not enough for us to love Him back. We cannot love God just because He loves us, we cannot love God just because we've experienced something. I don't know what it was, but something. And that's why people continue to struggle between a first level of knowledge that is just information and a second one that is just experience that is based on feelings and based on emotions. That's why we keep going back and forth of, I need to repent again. No, I'm okay now, so I'm good. And I'm going to go and conquer. And then I hit a wall and I'm a failure. We keep going back and forth. That level of faith is what's going to allow you to trust in the Holy Spirit. Because of that information that you're gathering, you are not alone. Jesus, when he died, when he resurrected, when he came back, he said, I will not leave you. I will always be with you. And I'm going to leave you the counselor, the one that will lead you. So that level of faith that I need to develop is to start trusting that a Holy Spirit is walking with me. That he has sealed me with his Holy Spirit so that I can have a counselor. That I can have the greatest teacher next to me. In those moments of trouble, even though I don't see it, Even though I, I sometimes cannot feel him. I know that he is there. So, at this level, the love for oneself is still greater than the love for God. We're still looking for what's convenient. One is still afraid of dying. Therefore, we cannot conquer any illness or any struggle that we have in our bodies. So, to go to the third level of knowledge, ready? The third level of knowledge is through relationships. At this level, the love for God is greater than the love that I have for me than my self-love. Because through relationships, I understand that I go into a relationship where God wants me to go and bless other people. That when I start loving and serving and ministering to others, that God starts filling me with what I need so that I can carry on his purpose. As you can see, it's not about me anymore. It's about him. Because of those levels of faith, I've been able to encounter a deeper meaning of His love. A deeper meaning of this relationship. I don't just have experiences where I feel Him or I don't feel Him. Now I know. Now I am convinced because of faith. Because of that level of faith. That it's not something that I produce. It's something that comes, that He gives me. That in order for me to accept it, I have to surrender through my reason and my logic. I have to let it go. And that's why we struggle. Because it's very hard, it's very difficult to let go of reason. But a level of revelation will match a level of reason. It's going to make it coherent. It's going to make sense. That's what a level of revelation does. That 's what the revelation of the Holy Spirit will start giving you so that when you start taking those a step of faith then you know because God said so it's not just I'm not sure I know and it's going to be coherent and you're going to develop a different type of reasoning and logic not like the world has not like philosophy teaches you a level of reason a level of coherence that it's in tune with your faith and the faith that God is required. So at this other level, through relationships, God becomes more important than the self. Philippians 1.21, uh, Paul wrote, For me to die is gain. That's that level that he was able to reach. To not be afraid of dying, but recognizing that if I die, I gain. It's winning for me, as opposed to the other two levels where dying is still a concept that I don't know if I want to because I'm not completely sure where I'm going to be. Okay? It's a knowledge at this level where we fall more in love with him. At this point, we can fall in love with him. We can have experiences where I'm going to start doing things because I want his attention. Then I'm going to start believing in that love that he has for me. It's going to start affecting how I feel towards him. And at this level, love is at the center of the relationship. And not just the relationship, but also the knowledge. One doesn't love God out of just obedience. But because one knows him so well that we don't know what else to do. So at this level... Through relationship, it's no longer just the obedience that the previous level that it was allowing me to develop a level of faith. It was through that obedience. Now, I just don't know what else to do but to love God. There's nothing else. Nothing else will satisfy not having the biggest house, not having the fastest car. I can have it, but the love for God is even greater. And that's what I continue to search after and after. And I want to go deeper. And I want to get one step closer. And at this level is where we begin to understand who he is. We cannot understand who he is just with information. Not at a first level of knowledge. We get to understand a little bit more once we are able to know him, experiencing Him and believe in Him. We cannot stay just as a, as a, uh, at a level of just knowledge. I cannot just stay at a level of just experiencing what God is doing in my life. I have to start believing what He says. That that I have not seen yet. That which He has called and He has said that I will do. I need to start believing in that. Because I'm in knowing. I may have experienced before, but I need to believe it. Let's go to John 17. In John 17, this is at the moment before Jesus goes to the cross. So, talk about a level of distress, emotionally speaking, because he knew what was going to happen to him. That he prays to to God and he prays his words. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. Verse 6. We're going to go through these levels. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. First level of information. And I am glorified in them and I am no longer in the world but they are in the world and I am coming to you holy father keep them in your name which you have given me that they may be one even as we are one while I was with them I kept them in your name which you have given me through contact second level I have guarded them but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you send me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified in truth. Third level, the relationships. Now, in verse 20, of that same chapter 17 of John. I do not ask for these only. But also for those who will believe in me through their word. That they may all be one just as you father are in me and I in you. That they also may be in us. So that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me I have given given to them that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you love me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory that you have given me because you love me Before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father. Even though the world does not know you. I know you. And these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name. And I will continue to make it known. That the love with which you have loved me. May be in them. And I in them. This takes us to the fourth and last level. Say it with me. Through unity. The greatest knowledge of God, it's to be one with Him. That was the purpose, to be one with Him, to be where He is. This type of knowledge is for excellence. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person, which is in him? So also, no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. When we get to this level of knowledge through excellence, we understand that it's not about what I do. It's who I believe and who I go and follow and listen to, which is the Holy Spirit, who is the only one that can take me to a deeper level of knowledge. This level can be established at the highest level of light. Remember that we need revelation. That level of revelation comes directly through the Holy Spirit. Who searches the heart of God. And who searches our spirit. This is at the center of the cross. To be one with Christ. That's the whole point when the Bible says that we have been crucified with him. This is the highest level of communion, of relationship, where we develop his mind in our minds. This is where we can comprehend this whole idea of renewing our minds, the spirit of our minds. It was never God's intentions to do your will apart from his. James chapter 1 verse 12 says, But his own desire. Then desire when it has conceived. Gives birth to sin. And sin when it is fully grown. Brings forth death. At this level of unity. This unity is only being made with that love. Love is at the center of this communion. Of this relationship. Where we can transform our minds with his mind. And this, what James is talking about, and he says, The crown of life is reserved and is promised to those who love God. We cannot take this type of verses at a level of just information. Because I don't know what love in God means. I have to go through this level of revelation that it would allow me to not just experience God... To not just become obedient to Him, but to know that the purpose is to be one with Him. Well, there is nothing else, that everything that I do is just because I love God. It's not because I'm going to be blessed. It's not because I don't want to be sent to hell. It's just because I love Him. There's nothing more that I want to do but to love God. And if I love God, then I'm going to love His people. And if I love Him and everything else that I do... I know that I'm not doing it on my own strength. That my emotions then are not going to take the best of me because of, it's not my desires who are controlling, but his desires. Because I've been able to change, not what I feel, but how I respond. That whatever happens, that I'm going to be able to endure, just like in James is saying For those that endure these trials and this test, there is a crown of life. So it doesn't exempt me from ever feeling sad, ever feeling angry, ever feeling disappointed. But I'm not just going to react because I'm not just selfish. Because I know that my response, that if I respond in love because I love God, then I'm not going to be controlled by my desires. That's one of the reasons why the Bible says the heart is deceitful. But that, when that heart, when my heart, it's filled with his love, with that level of revelation that the light cannot allow any darkness, any evil, that I'm going to be able to withstand. That then it's not going to be like, I remember talking to you guys a while ago, that it's not about my self-control. That is about God doing that fruit in my life and producing and manifesting that has nothing to do with me saying no to things that sometimes I want to do. That's just because I have not gotten to that level of revelation because my emotions are still taking the best of me. Depending on where my desire pulls, that's what I will act So if my desires, if my emotions are still in control, then it's very easy for me to know in which level am I finding myself. If I'm able to recognize that what I'm feeling, it's not of God. Because I know that God loves me. I know that God is not tempting me. I know that God is not going to be moved to evil just to test me. He loves me. So now I'm going to respond to whatever is happening. Jesus even prayed, this world doesn't know you. This world hates you. And this world will hate them because we are one with you. So everything that you guys are experiencing, everything that you guys are going to go through is just another level. It's another level. How closer are you to him? The whole purpose is for us to be one. That we all could be one with him. That was what Jesus prayed. Before going to the cross. His desire was that we would be one. Just like he was one with him. That's his prayer. And that's what he says. That he will continue to let us know. Because if you go back tonight. And if you read those words once again. When you are loud, not just to stay at a level of information but to allow this light that has entered to take you to start experiencing to have this contact and then from that contact to start developing relationships that's one of the reasons why Jesus talks about the church it's a body we need of those relationships but those relationships will never find the unity if the level of revelation it's not matching their level of knowledge that's why we have to respond differently than what we feel and what we are used to react understand that love and love the love that God has not the love that the world promises you the way of love it says love is patient and kind this type of love is not the love that a husband promises his wife. This is the type of love that God wants us to know, to experience, to develop unity, and to respond. This is the love And this kind of love is what modifies your emotions and your desires. And as you can see, it takes more than just knowing. I know that the love that God has is meant to be patient. But if I start acting, and I know that it's not about me. It's about the relationship that I start having with Him. The closeness, the contact, the relationship that I develop with Him. Because of the revelation that His Spirit is taking me. Every time that I want to react to people. Every time that I want to yell and curse back at people. Walking through those steps and those levels of faith will start giving me that understanding of who He is. That level of understanding of how God can still forgive me even though I'm imperfect. Even though I keep failing. Even though I keep messing up. And every time I come through those doors, he doesn't see the failure, the disappointment, the messed up. He sees, that's my son. The one that I love. You see that little girl? I love her. And that type of love that is patient, that is kind, that it doesn't envy, is the type of love that allows you to come back and to come to Him. That kind of love modifies your desires modifies your desires because you know that desire if it's not controlled can lead you to sin and sin will lead you to death as your love for God increases your inner desire starts changing you no longer worry about the things of this world because your interest is to know the father want his knowledge and can i say more than just his knowledge we want his truth just like john 17 says i made known to them your name and i will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and i in them Jesus is that incarnation of that love.